Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show welcome to the hypothalamic amenorrhea podcast i'm danny sheriff your host certified fertility awareness practitioner functional nutrition counselor and founder of the ha society and of course an ha recovery coach who has walked where you currently are walking. This is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. So let's dive in. But last thing, nothing on the show should be taken as medical advice, so please seek the advice of your physician. Hey guys, welcome back to my YouTube channel or to the podcast, wherever you're listening. I'm Danny Sheriff, fertility awareness practitioner and functional nutrition counselor. Today, I want to talk to you about protein for recovery. I'm going to probably cover all the macronutrients at some point or just different areas of nutrition and lifestyle that I think are very, very important to recovery and protein intake is one of them. Now, it wouldn't 
be a big issue if we were all eating a ton of it. It's like, I'm not running to create a video about carbohydrates and fats for a reason. It's because protein is a totally underestimated, misunderstood and underutilized macronutrient in recovery. So one of the go-to pieces of advice I have for pretty much every single client is, oh, we're going to increase your protein. And it's not this go-to that I push on everyone regardless of anything. It's the fact that I review women's food logs all the time or I interview women on their nutrition and their intake. And nine times out of 10, protein is insufficient in quantity or in quality and where they get it from. So let's dive into why it's important. A few of the reasons that I'm looking at specific to HA recovery, the list is not exhaustive, could talk about protein all day, every day. But my goal here is to get you to really understand why you need to eat more of it and how much you could potentially eat in order to get your period back. Caveat with that, Protein alone isn't going to get your period back, but ensuring you're eating it is going to either help you get it back or B, if you're having problematic periods, it is a very good tool for troubleshooting a few issues that we see in periods that are maybe stop start, early spotting, short luteal phases, period cramps, those kinds of things. So let's dive in. Why protein is important. So I kind of like to say that it's not necessarily the protein you want, although it is important. It's the 20 amino acids. So I like to say that it's not necessarily the protein that's important that we should be thinking about. It's the 20 amino acids that are inside of the protein. So protein is made up of 20 amino acids. Some are essential, some are non-essential. Essential means we need to be getting them from our diet. Non-essential means that our body can create them. Although there's argument to say you only need to go and find the essential ones and eat them, you also can't really make the non-essentials without the essentials. So it's like you need all of them. So all of it's important. So getting your protein from a variety of sources is important because different sources of protein supply different amino acids. That means if you're only getting your protein from chicken breast, you're missing out on other opportunities. And if you're only getting your protein from pea protein powder or from tofu or something, you know, we're missing something key there. And it's not surprising to find that many clients in all worlds, not just in HA recovery, are really getting their protein from the same sources all the time. And sometimes it's lackluster. So I'll encourage people to look around for new opportunities, new food options that provide different amino acid profiles from their protein. Not just that, but it's also a great place to be getting different fats, right? So if you're only getting your protein from lean chicken breast, or if you're only getting it from tofu, or if you're only getting it from protein powder, you're also missing out on the animal fat, the saturated animal fat. So as a little kind of add-on, if you're getting your protein from animal sources, changing the variety of where you're getting them from is also providing you with a different mineral profile and nutrient profile because of the different fats that are in the different types of animal meats. So that's also super important for recovery because so often those of us who have gone down the low fat diet route are missing a lot of those essential nutrients too. So simply by increasing your animal fat variety, you will be increasing your body's nutrient stores, its options, its energy stores. It, you'll be filling it with all of the things that it's been deficient in for so long. So 
protein by itself is not necessarily amazing. So maybe you're someone who went down a diet route of high protein or carnivore. Maybe you did that. This is fine for, for many, many reasons. But when we're talking in the context of HA recovery, we want to be balancing our blood sugar. And this is done by having proteins, carbs, and fats in variety. So I'm just kicking off with this very first reason. Number one, protein is important because we want to balance our blood sugar. If you're having a high fat, high carb diet and you're not having protein, you are not balancing your blood sugar. If you're having a high protein, high carb, high, you know, if you're not having all three together, you are missing out on that energy balance and that stress reduction effect that is so important to recovery. This effect is happening because when our blood sugar is out of balance, which is something that happens when we're in a fasted state or there's certain macronutrients missing from our nutrition, we tend to spike the stress hormone cortisol. And it is the most important hormone of them all above progesterone, above estrogen, because it's in charge of their production. So if you're not balancing your blood sugar, you're probably spiking your cortisol. So you're going to want to make sure you have protein, carbs, and fats in all three of your main meals or however many meals you're having to ensure that that process is happening. So that's why protein's important for balancing blood sugar. Reason number two is your metabolism. So when I work with women, we track, we use the fertility awareness method and we track basal body temperature. And I use this tool to see where your metabolism might be at. Nine times out of 10, when you're in HA recovery, metabolism is sluggish. It is slow. And metabolism is essentially, you know, the total cellular function of everything happening in your body. So you're blinking your eyes, you're utilizing vision, you're thinking, you're picking this up, your skin cells are shedding and regenerating, you're healing from injuries. All of the processes in your body, your metabolism and how fast it functions changes depending on many factors, including your stress and including how fed you are and your energy intake. So when we don't have our period, when we have HA, we're usually in a low metabolism state. And when we're losing weight, often body fat and sometimes muscle mass. So when you're in recovery, you want to be increasing the amount of protein you're having because we're trying to build back up our muscles, our muscle stores, and we're trying to ensure we have enough calories all over to be entering into our body. So one of the things with recovery is that we typically heavily reduce or completely stop exercise altogether. So when you do that, where's your muscle getting stimulated? Which is actually really important. I don't prescribe to the idea of sitting on the couch for my entire recovery. I think walking, moving, pumping blood, these gentle movements are really important, but it's still not a massive body stimulant, right? You're still not in the gym lifting weights and stimulating muscle growth. So muscle is important. We don't necessarily want to go catabolic and lose it. So increasing your protein intake during recovery is going to help. Caveat, it is not permission to eat less of the other nutrients or less altogether and train your period back on protein. Caveat, it's not an excuse to try and only recover your period on protein and not eat the other macronutrients. I'm just saying, if you were to go into recovery only eating carbs and fats and not having high quality or high quantity of protein, you're more likely to lose muscle mass, lose strength. And these things are really important for our bone health and our longevity, as we know, which brings me to reason number two. Hey, are you trying to recover and maybe even fall pregnant naturally? 
I thought that might be you. And if so, we have created our best ever yet resource for you. Totally free. This is a masterclass. I've called it my masterclass because I have put everything into this, right? This masterclass is designed for you if you have HA or have had HA and are dealing with suboptimal cycles and you're serious about restoring those babies to full optimization and you want to create the ideal foundation for a pregnancy. This is going to be for you. So in this masterclass, I'm going to provide you a lot of things, including a lot of case studies, mine, Ashley's and Mishi's, as well as lots of our past clients and what their challenges were and what they had to do to overcome it. And we cover a really wide variety of types of cases of HA. So everything from primary amenorrhea and missing periods for years and years to short-term amenorrhea and what we did to handle that situation as well and how long it took these people to go from HA to pregnant with this system and how long it took them to go from HA to ovulating of course with this system so lots of information lots of case studies lots of stats we go through why this is not a weight gain plan and how we actually divide you into phases the three phases of HA and determine what your starting point is so that you have a good idea of where you need to start with your actual changes and lifestyle and nutrition changes. We even cover questions like HA and people with a normal BMI and recovery for people who have had HA for too long. There's so much in this 60-minute masterclass. Y'all, I'm impressed. And at the end, I'll also be running you through how to get a free HTMA, hair tissue mineral analysis through us, which is a part of our process for recovery and preconception clients that we're happily going to give you for free 99 as a massive thank you, of course, for joining the masterclass. So go to the hasociety.com forward slash masterclass or head to our website and you'll find a link for it and find when the next available presentation is going to be. That's thehasociety.com forward slash masterclass. Anabolic resistance, osteoporosis, fractures, bone health, all of those things. Protein plays a really important role. So as you get older, your body actually utilizes less of the protein that you intake. It's called anabolic resistance. When we're born, we need very little protein, right? Think of a baby. They actually eat a more of a high carb diet and as we get older, we see that increase and increase and increase. Now, there's a reason for that. And at, there is great research to show that as you age, especially for women, and this research is in premenopausal women too, that as we age, we require a higher quantity of protein. And we require that especially higher in comparison to our 20-something-year-old counterparts. So if I'm working with a woman, depending on her age, and depending on some other factors like height, activity level, starting weight, muscle mass, I'm going to potentially prescribe higher or lower. There's also some really great research to show, and I just see this in practice all the time. And I think sometimes we get a little bit too honed in on what do the studies say? And although the studies are helpful, what do we actually see work in practice? And I care personally a lot more about that. And I see all of the time that if we have premenstrual 
um, spotting. So when we start to see spots of blood before our period begins, if our luteal phase is too short, so the time from ovulation to our period itself is actually only like 10 or less days, this is a sign of low progesterone. And I know that high protein helps. Why? Because when I bring it back to that original reason about cortisol, I know that progesterone is very linked to stress levels and energy intake, all of that good stuff. And when we increase protein, we tend to see a really good improvement in our luteal phase quality. And lastly, you know, women who eat a high protein diet, they maintain significantly better bone mass as they age, and they have a lower risk of osteoporosis as they age too. So high protein is pretty important. Reason number four or three, I don't even know what I'm on now, is that it plays an important role in our hunger and satiation. So you hear a lot in recovery about, oh my gosh, my hunger levels went through the roof, or my hunger still hasn't come back. And this can happen for a variety of reasons, but a low hanging fruit that you can look into is protein intake. Protein is really important for the regulation of your hunger. It will increase your appetite when you start eating it if you're deficient to get you eating sufficiently. And if you are overeating, which I know is a fear of people, right? I put that in quotes. Oh, I'm, I'm overeating. I'm worried that I'm eating so much. I'm never going to stop from eating too much or I'm binging. Potentially, you're not having sufficient protein intake. So if you're feeling like, whoa, my eating is objectively above normal and this is like definitely wild, you know what? Before freaking out, do me a favor and just increase your protein intake. So those are some of my main reasons for really promoting protein in women, right? balancing blood sugar, the known benefits for our bone health, research to show that we need it as we age, and I see women not eating it, so it's just a no-brainer. Now, where to get protein from is a totally separate conversation. So let's, let's talk about it. Protein can come from a range of sources. I mentioned them earlier, animal sources, protein powders, plant sources, and they have different amino acid buildups. So this is important to note for when you're choosing your sources. Animal protein is really where you're going to get the most diverse, most complete range of the amino acids and vitamins and minerals that are required for your body to function optimally. You're going to get them from animal protein sources. And I'm going to recommend that you get them from more than just shrimp and chicken because I see that all the time, straight up, variety is really helpful. But yes, animal sources of protein are king. Now, if that's a no-go for you, okay, cool. Here's my second, my next recommendation for those who really want to get their period back or just get the most optimal protein and amino acid profile intake from plant-based and vegan sources. If you eat the same vegan foods all the time, I have lentils, I have peanut butter, I know they're high in protein. So if you eat the same ones every day, just try and add a few more in and just change it up. That's going to help you get a better variety. So for everyone, I recommend that they get their protein sources from whole food. But if you're going to utilize protein powders, if it's not going to be an animal-based or a dairy-based protein, get it from a variety of different plant proteins or a combination blend of protein. So this looks like, um, you know, instead of only using pea protein, maybe have a few different types of vegan proteins and you use this one in the morning and this one in the afternoon or you mix them up or you can buy plant-based proteins that are a blend of different ones. This is going to give you 
just more of the different essential and non-essential proteins that you need to be fully functioning. But nothing is going to be better than animal protein, unfortunately. So it's just in your best interest to be as focused on getting that variety as you can. What is enough protein? So we must remember that we're coming up out of a deficit, right? So you don't just go from have being in nature and not having your period to eating maintenance and voila, right? If you believe that you got your period back on maintenance calories, that means that you actually just probably misunderstood what your maintenance was and you were in that surplus. So when we're coming up out of a deficit, we can't just eat the maintenance. It's like trying to fill up a bucket with a hole in the bottom. It's never going to get filled. The water's always coming out the end. So we need to be eating in a surplus. So this means pretty much as much as you can stomach. For the most people, that's going to be what works best. So I pretty much recommend one gram per pound of body weight. So if you are 155 pounds, you will maybe want to eat around 155 grams of protein. Though I don't recommend tracking, this is just how it works. So when I'm working with a client, I'll let them know that and then we'll talk through what that much protein looks like. So you could look into that as a little bit of a, a rule of thumb, you know, if you're not already eating three palm-sized servings a day and then maybe a high-protein snack in there, I already know you're under-eating it. So there's that. If you are a woman who is super active, you're still training, right? If you're not going all in and if you're not exercising at all, you will need more than this recommendation. You need to come out of your deficit and then some. You need to be in a surplus and then more of a surplus. If you're tall with a lot of muscle mass, if you're a runner, if you're a lifter, if you have an active job, these are all factors that might recommend that you could go anywhere up to 1.6, 1.7 grams of protein. So that's what I recommend. Get your protein in. Balance it with the other macronutrients, fat and carbs. Make sure that you're eating sufficient of it a day and do not let yourself fall into the trap of going from not enough to just maintenance. Really try to bump it up. And if you do have your period back, but you're seeing um, any kind of issues with the length of your cycle or your ovulation, this can be a really great area to look. Okay, guys, thank you very much. Please subscribe to this channel if you thought that this was helpful. And if you have any other questions or topics you want me to cover, please post them below or let me know over on Instagram. Or make sure you join my email list. Just go to the hasociety.com, sign up for, you know, the, the email list or for my seven-day challenge for my quiz. And I will email you weekly. And therefore, you can shoot me a reply with whatever question you have. And I would love to answer it. Have a great day. I'll see you later. Hey there, it's me, Danny, and I want to tell you about Temp Drop as a fertility awareness method tracking option. So many of you guys know that we actually recommend the fertility awareness method both as you're going through recovery and 100% after you have gotten some cycles back and you're starting to move forward for the rest of your reproductive years. So Temp Drop itself is a wearable fertility monitor and we love it. It's a wearable device, so you put it around your arm and you can use that instead of taking your temperature manually with a thermometer each morning. So I'm personally a big fan of the manual tracking. All of us at the HA Society are, and that's the method that we use, you know, just using a good old thermometer. We use that with our clients because it's the best way to use it as a diagnostic tool, as a practitioner. And it's also the best way to ensure if you're trying to avoid pregnancy that you don't get pregnant. However, manual temping for many reasons is just not always an option. When you're in the middle of recovery, again, we do recommend manual temping. But once you're cycling, the temp drop is actually a really great hack. So 
it gives you basically everything you need to effortlessly track your fertility status, like where you are in your monthly cycle. So you wear the temp drop sensor while you're sleeping for accurate basal body temperature readings without the stress of early morning wake-ups. So I personally love this because with a toddler, my wake-up times are all over the place and the occasional sleep disruptions make using an oral thermometer a lot more difficult. So TempDrop's accompanying charting app enables you to track an array of symptoms alongside your basal body temperature. This includes tracking your cervical mucus if you've been using OPKs, and then it also gives you sleep insights too. So you can combine these fertility signs all in one place, and that will help you identify your fertile window, confirm ovulation, plan for your period, and if you're trying to get pregnant, you know, identify whether or not you are pregnant. So whether you're trying to conceive or avoiding pregnancy or you want to chart for health reasons like HA recovery, making sure your cycle's not slipping back in the HA direction, TempDrop makes fertility awareness accessible to all women, even if you don't have regular cycles or sleeping patterns. So track your ovulation in real time with the temp drop. And we are lucky enough to have a 15% off code. So if you go to their website, they're usually having a sale, but you can stack this code on top of the existing code. So just go to tempdrop.thehasociety.com and use the code AFHASociety. I think too, if you just go to tempdrop.com and, and use um, AFHA Society at the checkout. That will work too. So happy temping and good luck. This episode is brought to you by Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules. Did you know that in terms of nutrient density, beef liver actually blows vegetables and fruits out of the water? If you're a client of mine, you have already been instructed to eat beef liver either fresh or in capsule form. I recommend it for anyone and everyone who is of course dealing with amenorrhea and fertility challenges out there but i may even recommend it for just everyone in general get your husbands on it get your partners on it if you have a history of ha and add on top of that maybe a history of the pill maybe you've been pregnant before you know through treatments or other like you've just your body's been through anything you know you're absolutely 100% dealing with a nutrient deficiency of some kind. And while it's true that testing is going to be the best way to understand those exact deficiencies, eating nutrient-dense real food is going to be one of the most important next steps that you take with or without testing. So I've been using and recommending Grassland Nutrition Beef Liver Capsules for years now. And the capsule form makes it so easy to get your liver in every day. And I appreciate the transparency of this product in particular above others. So in case you're wondering, it's completely natural. This is freeze-dried beef liver in capsules. It's organic. It's made from Australian beef and my favorite of their products is the liver with kelp because of the iodine from the kelp, which is important for overall thyroid function, which is often low in women with underperforming hormones. So rather than eat seaweed snacks every day, I get to take this beef liver with the kelp for my iodine. So if you're recovering or working on a fertility journey right now, do not skimp the nutrient 
rich source of beef liver. Get 10% off your order with the HA Society and support your favorite podcast along the way. They ship to most countries, so you should be covered. Just go to grasslandnutrition.net and use HA Society, just HA Society, at the checkout for the 10% off. That's grasslandnutrition.net with the code HA Society. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.